super fucking weird. Nice. And nice. And weird. The clerk has a small dick. Hey now, I'm a rock star. I'm in prison. Fuck you. He's the real Mandela died in 85. Right. Thanks for tuning in to People Time. Yeah. We increased depression. <laughs> oh, welcome back to episode ah! two. Episode two of Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela, Madiba, uh, super, super guy. So if you're listening to this part and you didn't listen to part one, we would suggest going back to figure out what's going on to get to this point. Why are you listening to this if you haven't heard the first part? It is weird. But where we left off was that Nelson just got put into prison. Oh, bummer. He's in prison for life is his sentence. Yeah. So what does he do in prison? We are literally going to spend the next whole episode talking about just how he putters around in jail forever and then dies. That's not in what jail. happens. He Don't. dies alone in jail. Don't tease. Surrounded by nothing. You're, you're just saying things that aren't real. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, so what happens? So, well, when we do uh, two-parters, we don't have a fun fact. We never do, and yet we always do. It's this weird thing. So the fun fact is uh, that, uh, you know how people do that stupid thing like Sober October? Or, uh, no. Or, <laughs> no, that was a thing. You never heard of that? Uh-uh. Like people will go like sober for January for their uh, New Year's resolution. Or No Shave November. Yeah, I know No Shave November. So I'm sick of it always being... Like, don't do this thing. Okay. I think that it's people time we should endorse instead doing things like do drink December (laughs) or stop dildo December. Am I I getting this? Use dildos. Do I understand? Yeah. Okay, good. Or like people who are uh, intentionally not having sex abstinence, quit abstinence. (laughs) Fuck. Sex it up hard. It's fucking November. It's fucking November. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? November? No, it's fucking November. It's fucking November. So implement that in your personal life. Go have some like, sex. You know what? Drink it up. The world, life is hard. The world's weird. Don't say no. Say yes. Yeah. To Safely. drugs and alcohol and sex. Well, yeah, be safe. You yeah. Know. Get consent. I mean, we're not just saying go rape people. Don't no. get the wrong impression. Don't try to interpret our words okay. into your dark. I'm sorry. I'm going on. Well, no, we shouldn't have a a, a rape January. <laughs> No, we shouldn't have that. We should have a rape nothing. Ja- rape. January. <laughs> oh, as much as that has a ring to it, don't, don't do, do that. it. Don't don't do that. <laughs> Please don't do that. No, only do cool stuff where yeah. everybody's happy to be there. Yeah, and you know, just don't do things that only affect you or others that also don't mind being affected by it. But do it all month. Yeah, the whole month. Like I don't know. Like maybe if jerk off January. <laughs> that's a good one. It, like, if you make it a goal to jerk off every single day to see if you can handle it. <laughs> diddling December. Hell yeah! Not diddling kids. It's, it, uh, I don't like that one anymore, because I, I say diddling when a girl does it herself. Yeah, but, but I still like that word, but yeah, it is also bad. It does have a native con- Yeah. How about we just don't get cute and say, finger yourself December. <laughs> finger yourself February. Do it. Finger yourself February. And, you know, if you're a dude, you can join in on that and do some butt stuff. With yeah, yourself. finger yourself. There, yeah. There, there's a little pleasure button up in there you got to find. <laughs> if you've never found it, go find, go hunting. <laughs> it's it's pleasure button hunting February. February 2021. And we're going to make this, this horrible nightmare, this nightmare scape uh, better. Yeah. Via, you know, finger yourself and then drink a lot. <laughs> I don't know. Smoke weed, dude. You ever tried acid? Try acid. All month. You're at home. 
Doesn't matter. Yeah, if you lost your job from COVID, man, get a new experience in your brain. Just go fucking crazy. But don't harm anybody. Yeah, don't hurt anybody. That's not cool. People are already hurt enough by the fact that Jesus isn't real. <laughs> All right, so Mandela, he's in prison. So he's put in a very specific prison called, it's actually called Robin Island Prison. It's an island off of the coast of the Cape of Hope down there. Wait, south or west? Or it's is it east? It's south, south, south. Oh, okay. Yeah, you go they to... They have s- a lot of little islands all around Africa, so... Yeah, this is like at the bottom of where the Cape cuts off. A few miles out, there's an island with a prison on it. And so all that's <clears> on there is just a prison? It's like Alcatraz. Weird. It's just, an, it's just out there. So that's that shitty. Even if you escape, you'll probably just drown. Yeah. And, uh, it's yeah, it's four miles off the coast, so most people can't swim four miles in the ocean, so you're kind of fucked. All right. He's given an eight-by-seven-foot cell uh, with one little barred window and a straw mat and a thin blanket. That sucks. And that's it. Um, he is only allowed <clears throat> one letter every six months, and it's censored. Of course. So, like... He'll get a letter from Winnie that she wrote, who knows, and large portions of it are cut out. Jesus. Anything political is cut out. Um, anything they just fucking feel like it. Yeah. Because they're dicks. By the way, if I ever go to prison and my letters get censored, I will definitely be writing a very normal looking letter that has a hidden code somewhere in it. Just to figure it out. That's smart. Doesn't, like, doesn't matter. That's what I'm doing. Like a... Well, you can't do an acrostic because that's too obvious. Like, yeah. Well, I think I'll have time to think about it in prison. That's sure, how you, I would go about it. Yeah, the problem it. is it's now the other person's due diligence to figure out which one. Which is great. Like, it, it, it would be so good because you've given it time that you're stoked about it, but it's so complicated. The other person's like, this is a boring letter. I don't know. This is nothing. This is, I mean, this is like uh, the Zodiac. We'll never figure this out. And all it says is like, I had a shitty day. <laughs> and I'm just <laughs> No, I say all it says is I'm breaking on this day. Make sure you're there to get me. Super important that you're there. Otherwise, this doesn't work. And they translate it three years later, and you're like, "Yeah, I got caught. Damn it, I got caught when I tried to get out of there." Yeah, yeah sorry. Where were you? Sorry about that. Yeah. Well, you wrote me something in backwards Chinese. Yeah, that was brilliant. If you think about it, it was great. It was a great <laughs> message. You're just too dumb to figure that out. No. Um, well, he started writing his memoir, which. Uh, it's one of the things he's remembered for. It's called Long Walk to Freedom. Um, he smuggled it out, and it actually reached its way to uh, his old friend Oliver Tambo, who lives in London now. Oliver! Running the ANC. And uh, this book is actually not published until 1994, but he started. He wrote it in the 70s. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, his prison time is just all depressing. Um uh, he does a the prison allows him to do like a correspondence study thing to get his law degree from the University of London. Um, he is of course trapped in there with other ANC members, so he's got friends. That's I guess a little bit better, but probably not by a lot. I don't know. They, you know, they have group discussions and they make up their own school. Where they teach each other stuff they're good at. Hmm. They debate. He loves to debate. Yeah. Um. They spent a good portion of their time in the lime mine. On the island? Yeah. Oh, weird. Mining lime, and I guess, like, if sunlight hits lime, it creates this weird uh, light, and so it burned his eyes, and so he had permanent 
eye damage from that. For real? So just because of the reflection is so intense that every day working there, you just... Yeah, because they wouldn't give him fucking sunglasses. That's stupid. So, like, all of them had serious eye problems. Um, He uh, sort of became, like, the de facto leader of these prisoners just from his... You know, his charisma and whatnot, and he loves to talk, and, he, you know, he's a nice guy. But prison turned him into basically like a monk. For real? Well, just in his behavior. Hmm. Like, everything was always orderly. He always cleaned his bed correctly. He was always up at, at like, 5 o'clock in the morning every day. Hmm. He's very quiet, you know. I mean, being in prison, he's in prison for, like, 27 years. Holy fuck. Yeah. 26, 27 years. Jesus. And I don't have a lot to say. I mean, it sucks. Like, he was in prison. His son uh, from his first wife, Thombi, dies in a car accident. That sucks. They wouldn't let him go to the funeral. Uh, his mom died of just old age. They wouldn't let him go. Um, so does he ever attempt to escape at all? No. I figured not. But not just, just in case. He's not the escape type. No. No. He should have. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it would have been that hard, but I don't know. What do I know? Um, he's also, I mean, it's him. He's a he's a news junkie, and they would, like, bribe guards to bring them the newspaper that their sandwich, like, the guards would order sandwiches wrapped in newspaper. Yeah. And they'd bribe the guards to get the sandwich paper. Yeah. <laughs> to have some, just fucking something Give to me read. something to read. <laughs> something to read, man. Yesterday's news. That's fine. Give it to me. I don't care if it's six months old. I'm here for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. It's all new. Also, can I have your sandwich? <laughs> also, just like a little bit, please. Yeah. I'm so hungry. Yeah. From what I read, like the first 10 or 15 years, the warden is just a, a psychopath. Of course. It, it, they were just, they were beaten. The food was bad. They were given shorts, even though it gets pretty cold out there in the winter and he wouldn't give them. Long pants. Just an asshole just to be just, an asshole. Just that kind of thing. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, luckily, uh, the ANC didn't die. Uh, it was ran by Oliver Tambo in London, and then they had a base in Mozambique, which is just north of, of the country. Winnie, um, who was sort of not really political, decided that I, I need to be what my husband would be if he were out. And Winnie goes fucking crazy with like violent protests hell yeah picking fights with the police and like getting arrested and winnie is kind of a badass yeah that's cool yeah she fucking does he ever learn about that later on like why he's in prison oh yeah well maybe not when in prison because afterwards she visits him like literally in the whole time he's there like two or three times uh, because she's often in jail or on the run and he's only allowed one visitor a year fuck yeah, I mean, uh, what happened later throughout the 70s was some new kids started showing up in the prison, and they were activists um, of a different breed that he was not familiar with, uh, and they didn't respect him because he was like an old guy. Like, what do you know, old guy? Yeah. Fucking old guy. What was their kind of ideology? So in the 70s, there was a gentleman named Steve Biko. Uh, who, if you're a fan of Peter Gabriel, you you know the the song Biko. Biko, because Biko. It's phenomenal. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> just look, I don't know, just look up Peter Gabriel's Biko song. Anyway, Steve Biko, <laughs> uh, 
Um, he's like a, I mean, he's he's like a, a Nelson Mandela level activist in the seventies, but considerably younger. He was like twenty to twenty two years old when he did his thing, and his whole thing was about uh, black greatness, black consciousness. Yeah. So I don't know much about him. I'd like to do a people time about him, but what's cool is that as an activist, he wasn't about um, do protests and fuck them up. He was about why do our oppressors treat us like subhumans? Yeah. And he's like, it's because the way you oppress somebody is make them feel like shit about themselves. Yeah. Tell them they're lesser. So his whole thing was about black excellence, black beauty, black is beautiful, black consciousness. So he's like... Be educated. Be beautiful. Embrace it. Kind of sounds like Malcolm X-ish. Ish. Yeah, I think Malcolm... Like, he was kind of saying stuff like, well, you know, coffee's best black, right? You don't add in the white sugar kind of thing, because it's already best as black. Right? The blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Yeah. You know, it's it's all about how, like, because we uh, look physically different, it's easy for them to demonize us. And if we don't fight back against that morally, we start to believe we're the demons they tell us we are. Yeah. You know, if you kick a dog long enough, he starts to think he deserves it. Yeah. So he was all about um, black is beautiful was like his That's cool. tagline. Yeah. I'm sure everybody's heard that. I don't think he invented that, but he, he embraced it and they created a, uh, a whole brand new spanking movement and which led to many young kids just in turn also being arrested and hanging out with Nelson. And they told him like, you don't even fucking know what's going on out there, old man. Yeah. And, um, it was actually those, these young kids coming in that Nelson got reeducated about what's going on. And he started to sort of mentor them. They would tell him about what's going on. He would be the old head activist and be like, yeah, I, I understand it. And it sort of reinvigorated the whole, his whole want to be like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I, gotta I realized I said Malcolm X. I did not mean Malcolm X. I meant uh, Muhammad Ali. Sorry. Oh, I no, just no, no, realized no. I like, screwed it all. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think d- Malcolm X did have that in his philosophy, but Muhammad Ali 100% more. Yeah. Like, it was like, if you want strong coffee, you keep it black. Hell yeah. It's stronger. Yeah. It gets be- weaker when you add in the white milk or the white. <laughs> Which I agree. Yeah. Don't put shit in my coffee. I need all of it. This is not a this is not a racial commentary. I literally just make my coffee black. Don't put. I'm not touch it. Nerdy kid, it's like it's bitter now. Can we just have a little <laughs> sugar? Can we Splenda? What is that? I don't. I don't like that. I don't, it needs it needs to be candy. Coffee. <laughs> coffee is purity. The darker, the more bitter, the more it touches my soul. And makes me and I get hyper. <laughs> I also <laughs> gives like, me a lot of energy. I also like that part. Yeah. Yeah, I drink my coffee as black as um, as as you can get it. Yeah. And as black as all the ladies I want to have sex with. Yeah. That I can't because I'm married and I don't know any black people. <laughs> okay. All right, well, to end the story on black is beautiful, uh, Steve Biko, uh, maybe he'll be a topic at some point. He was tortured and murdered to death. What? Uh, in, uh, I think, 1970. For why? Just for being the head of a movement that tried to strip the power away from the Afrikaners. Yeah. They murdered the shit out of him. That's a bummer. Uh, And many of his followers ended up being inmates of Nelson, as I said. And, uh, yeah, they all called him Madiba by his his old tribal name. Madiba. And a lot of the stuff that I came across, he was super into, yeah, tell me about what's happening outside, but let's do prison stuff like... 
to talk about Shakespeare and play chess and debate philosophy because we're stuck here. Because it gets boring quick, guys. Trust me, there's not a lot to do. Yeah. Do you do you know anything about chess? Let me give you eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Because they just have fucking time. What does he say in uh, what's the movie, The Count of Monte Cristo, where he says? There's so many bricks. He's counted all the bricks in his cell. So he tells him that. He's all like, yes, but have you named them yet? And right. he just starts crying when he realizes, like, yeah. I'm not getting out. Oh, my God. <laughs> be here forever. Have you named them yet? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Um, oh, there was a big thing <clears throat> when he was in prison. So the, the Steve Biko guys are straight up communists. And Nelson, spending all his time in prison, has given a good deal of thought to communism and talked them all out of it, <laughs> which is one of my more favorite things to do. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm not a political activist. I do have a lot of opinions, but I, fu- I fear communism. Yeah. A lot of political act- activism leads to communism because it is a beautiful concept, but it doesn't work. Because of corruption and all sorts of... A lot of problems. Yeah. Um, Nelson's argument that seemed to work on these kids was generally saying that individual freedom allows you to own land and possessions that you use to protect yourself from your oppressors and yeah. assert yourself because there's always going to be oppressors. Yeah. Perfect crystalline communism wouldn't have oppressors, but that's not the real world. Right. Own land and a gun. <laughs> yeah. That's, I say that, but that's where he's going with it. Gotcha. Which I was very stoked with. And I'm sorry, this is probably a little boring because it's just him in prison, but this is also what he did for <laughs> for 27 years. 20 fucking years. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, the government ended up banning Winnie. To, so she just kept doing this shit. She actually created a whole group of people to follow her around that were basically just thugs. Um, to just beat up the police. But That's they, fucking cool. But they were also thugs, so they just fucking committed crimes. Oh. And she just sort of let them. And the ANC were super embarrassed by this. Yeah. The government ultimately banished her to a shack in the middle of fucking nowhere in a village that nobody goes to. And uh, Did she stay there? Well, yeah, until she burned her shack down she did no sorry the townspeople burned it down in response to her criminal activities oh they burnt they were trying to get her to burn her down yeah what like the whole village burned her house down because they were sick of having her there because her fucking thugs just robbed people yeah and i mean this is also sort of the lesson to take that there's a there's a side of activism where you <clears throat> you just become thugs yeah you have to be responsible and yeah. i I think she feels like, well, the government took everything from me. They took my rights. They took my husband. It's got to be focused, right? You got to have it not just be chaos and random or for self-benefit of like, I'm going to rob this guy. Yeah. His money. Like what rights are you working for? Yeah. Aim it at the right people that uh, are oppressing you. You lack discipline. That's my impression of uh, Schwarzenegger. Oh. You lack discipline, but um, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna give a group that was of dudes, Arnold. I'm sorry, that yeah. was very nice. It was very good, Arnold. Thanks, I feel yeah. a lot better now. I feel back because I like questioned it way harder. You lack discipline. <laughs> Is that good? Yeah, super, pretty good. Super great. I feel good about myself. I should yeah. run for governor. Yeah, 
But yeah, be focused. Yeah. It's a, this is just gets more depressing for a while. Oh, good. Um, however, um, Steve Biko being murdered, uh, South Africa just getting more and more violent. The international world started to notice and being like, what the fuck, fucking fuck is happening down there? Yeah. And the story sort of came out in the world that there's a gentleman named Nelson Mandela who's been wrongfully imprisoned for a long time. We're, we're talking, he's been in prison for over 10 years now, probably 1978 now is when this starts to pick up. Oh, weird. So how did that get out? Like, who was writing that about? Was it the NAC? I don't know where the story came from. I think the UN maybe picked up on it and figured out what's going on. I mean, there was just crazy amounts of violence. Yeah. So there was a lot of peacekeeping people going there being like, what is happening here? Yeah. And it found out that there's, yeah, Nelson Mandela sort of the, sort of the de facto head of this, the ANC group, and then he's been imprisoned uh, wrongfully. And then it just, him being imprisoned keeps the, uh, the unrest happening. Yeah. Because people just feel like he represents that. So Free Mandela became like a sticker or a poster or a T-shirt you would wear around to be like one of those hip people. Shit, yeah. Like people do now with Free Tibet kind free of thing. Tibet. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Very similar where it picks up, it becomes a, 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 world, a real world meme. Yeah. In the, in the real sense. Um, the Scottish government even demanded Mandela be released to their custody. They're like, well, if you don't want, we'll take him. Like, we agree with his movement. Uh, of course, the South African government said no, but that's where everybody's kind of going, where the whole world is like, just let the fucking guy out. That's weird. Like, everyone was, like, so outspoken, like, huh. Just let him out. So what happened? They didn't let him out. <laughs> no. They were like, nah. No. Um, it just got worse. Uh, there's a new prime minister now. His name is Botho. He had a personal mission to stomp out the ANC and destroy any remnant of them. Like violently? Yeah. Yeah. So anybody who had any uh, any ties to that were either beaten or murdered or arrested. Um, this is depressing as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Thanks for tuning in to People's Time. Yeah. We increased depression. <laughs> uh, I hope you're enjoying being by yourself right now in quarantine or whatever you're doing. Yeah. Right Can't touch your family and Christmas is canceled and Yeah. I don't know what happened with the election, but it's probably not great. And probably not. There's not a scenario that's good there. Also, at one point, large groups of people in South Africa were just beaten. Yeah. A lot. Actually when this gets released, there might not be the results might not be available yet. It's a good point. I mean could get pushed out a couple of weeks. I know this is pointless to say now because we're in the past. We're in the past currently. Yeah. But I am a hundred percent certain Trump is going to claim victory on Tuesday, and just mm-hmm. say, "Well, anything that comes in after this is fake," and it's just going to become a disgusting week. Yeah, we'll see what's going to happen. Hmm. I should have called that a work all week. <laughs> well, actually, he... I did. Did you? That's well, smart. I took. I took. Yeah, I got a week off coming up soon, so. I have a week available. I haven't taken anything off. Take it off with me. We'll just watch and yell the TV. Yeah. Like Beavis and Butthead? Yeah. Fuck you. This is bullshit. Everything is awful. I just don't want to stay inside forever. Yeah. I kind of like COVID for that. Yeah. I fear, I fear going outside. Well, um, let's see. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of international forces did call for Mandela to be released, but two uh, assholes named Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher 
were actually, you know, two of the biggest heads in the world. And they were both like, oh, keep him in prison. I don't care. For he's, real? He's a terrorist. Mm. Because that's the argument they had is that he was a terrorist. Reagan. Reagan. Mm. Brought to you by Reagan Crackos. Have some every morning. Brought to you by Reagan uh, Diarrhea Pills. <laughs> Just because it's... Got too much Reagan on the mind? Get that shit out of your system. Blow it out. <laughs> Just blow it out. It's the only way to get rid of Reagan. It's the strongest diarrhea pill you can get. <laughs> it's just called a Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> he does induce violent uh, diarrhea in me. Yeah. Just thinking about him in his fucking face. Turned your stomach. Oh, fuck. I, I gotta hate go to the bathroom. I gotta go. I gotta shit all the Reagan thoughts out. (laughs) It's gonna be loud. It's gonna be loud. (laughs) And it's gonna be painful. I know it's gonna hurt. Yeah. A little bit of blood, too. But once it's done, it's worth it. I think that's why our wives don't listen to the show. Why? It's too much diarrhea talk. And then I have diarrhea in real life. And then she's like, I don't want to do this. You would know what's what's causing it, though, honey. That's true. It's not my terrible diet. It's thinking about Reagan. (laughs) And now you know. Now you know. Um, well, 1982. So he has been in prison just short of 20 years. Um, he is moved to a somewhat nicer prison called Polesmore. It's just a more regular on-land concrete prison in Cape Town. Um, is that like a, it's supposed to be a name that's supposed to be silly, like more poles, as in more metal? More bars. Bars, yeah. That's a very tongue-in-cheek way to be like, more. you're stuck here. Yeah. More poles. I get it. Get it. You're never leaving. You'll figure it out soon. You're going to be here for a while. You're gonna, you're, your mind is slowed down in prison, so I don't think you get the joke. But that's okay. We get it. We get it. That's <laughs> all that matters. Yeah. We'll beat it into your head. Um, well, in this prison, it was more like your regular prison. He was able to get better food and a TV, and he was finally able to give in, uh, newspapers. Um, he, uh, he actually said that he missed the island more than anything. What? It's been like, I was there for like 20 years, man. And like, yeah, I guess after a while, sort of out in nature. And he, he, he loved a lot of things about the island. He kind of missed it in a weird way, but, uh, he was now allowed to let, uh, Winnie visit more often. Uh, he got letters on the regular. Um, he was moved to this prison, I should say, because of international outrage about him being stuck. And so they're like, well, look, we put him in a nicer place. Wouldn't that still, like, not really that much helpful? I would think that wouldn't help their agenda that much, but, I mean, I guess it helps him out a little bit more. No, Botha, Prime Minister Botha is a fucking idiot. Nah. He makes these little concessions and is be like, give me credit. Yeah. Like I did stuff. Come on, give me credit. Okay. Um, well, now that he's allowed more free range to the post office, he actually writes letters to fucking everybody he knows, being like, hey, wait, 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 hey. <laughs> Hey, it's been like 20 years. What are you up to? And uh, he's a pretty great writer. There's very many um, uh, collections of these letters that you can buy uh, compiled in book form. Wait, wait, time for are we, We're still in the 70s, 80s? It's 82. Okay. Yeah, 1982. So, right. new wave. Yeah, I was about to say the exact same new taxi wave. Taxi yeah. is on. Okay. Oh, Taxi's so good. Fucking love Taxi. Yeah. I want to do an Andy Kaufman episode. Yeah. Maybe someday. I don't know what the, if there's much there. Hmm. Or Danny DeVito when he kicks it. I, should... I don't want it to happen. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's sad. Let's not talk about it. I love that guy. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. There was uh, also mm, he's got he's gonna live forever. All right, he's got he's not that old. Don't just move along with your story. De- I'm sorry, Devito. Yeah, just move along with your story. He's pretty. He's like in his sixties, right, or seventies. He's definitely dying his hair, to be frank. <laughs> Don't. I'm just saying, okay. It's, it's good to be prepared, but... I just... I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, as things, per, you know, improve for Nelson, I guess, a little bit in his life, uh, in a nicer prison, uh, South Africa was still fucked. Yeah. Um... The head of the ANC now, Oliver Tambo, actually sent a message to all members of the ANC saying, we are an illegal organization, which means we need to render South Africa ungovernable. So wait, they're going to go back to the kind of the old style what they were doing, right? Oh yeah, they haven't stopped. Oh nice, okay, good. Yeah, somebody else is in charge of the MK and they just blow shit up. Fuck yeah. They blow up buses. Um, they they kill a lot of like, that counts like citizens, like that, innocents. Yeah, but unintentionally. They target the police. More so it's often, not purposely just blowing up like a... Yeah, you don't like set up a bomb in a park or something. Yeah. They, you know, Oliver Tambo, especially being the head of the ANC, is helpful because he's a very moral man. So they targeted places that were... Government. If you can help it. Okay. Um, But that becomes their new tagline. Um, Make South Africa ungovernable by constant chaos. Perfect. Make the government realize that if you don't uh, do what we say, we will burn the we'll, whole country down. We'll win. Trust us. We'll we will leave these ashes if that's all you leave us with. Yeah. Give in, or fucking nobody gets anything. Mm-hmm. Cool. And, um, Botha publicly offered uh, to release Nelson Mandela. He's like, I'll let you go. Just call off the violence. Did he say no? said no. Yeah, that's right. He actually had a written statement. Uh, you have no power over me. Power <laughs> over me. Power. Sorry. He had a written statement that said, I cannot and will not give any undertaking at, at a time when uh, any of the people are not free. Well, you got to love it because you know from his standpoint that when Botho said that to him, he had him. You wouldn't be coming to me. Like, right? You must be feeling the fucking pressure, You're aren't sweating, you? You piece aren't you? of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come over here. You're offering to release me? Oh, yeah. It must be bad. No, I'm not doing anything. Good luck. No, I'm going to sit on my position and make you sweat more. Yeah. Hope and you guys can handle that. Good I just, luck. And I love that because that's... And, and weirdly, so much where uh, our country is at with certain things now, where it's like, I think at this point we have to make them afraid of us. Yeah. The government shall fear its people. Burn it, dirt, burn something down. <laughs> burn anything down. Yeah. Well, I mean, try to try to keep the innocence out of it. Yeah, not schools or well, do a school when at night. <laughs> when no one's there. When no one's there and then like Like it's, nobody. It's fun because it's a government building and the kids get to skip school. That's just fun. You're just doing them a little favor on top of it. That's just fun. But just... I'm also a really strong believer in education, so I mean but I also think COVID's pretty serious. Maybe we shouldn't all be going to school. So you know what? Yeah, let's just actually, right. yeah, kids shouldn't be going to school. Yeah, I hate. I know if you're a parent, it sucks balls. Like no. Yeah, yeah. Well, I get it. There's, there's some. Uh... Hey, you grew the fucking thing. <laughs> you have to deal with the fact that we're in a pandemic and it's annoying. Yeah. And look, I stood myself, so I get little benefits on these kinds of scenarios that unfortunately you don't get, and then you get other ones that I don't. And this is one of those ones that uh. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Like, our our lives will always be somewhat incomplete because we don't have progeny. Yeah. 
But I don't think so. I don't know. I think I'm fine. I don't make I said it. dogs. You guys chose to have little kids. You just keep them at home, man. They're going to kill your parents. Yeah. <laughs> on accident. They're going to breathe on them and your parents will die. <laughs> keep them home. Well, um, this kind of worked. Uh, very large areas of the country, entire villages in some places, were completely ungovernable. This has gotten criticism in retrospect in that, yeah. It's chaos. I get it. It's chaos. There's no police. Anarchy. Yes. Anarchy. Anarchy. Anarchy in the South Africa. Yeah, that's what they were talking about. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been to England. Neither. I don't want to. I know some people over there, though. It's true. Yeah. We do. For that fucking Barry. Hate that guy. No, we don't. He goes, fuck himself. <laughs> but we do like Tim and Ryan, to, uh, who are the new hosts of Knackers in the Breeze over Woo-hoo! at... Uh, Check it out. Yeah, Britain. Well, the uh, international audience was like, oh, oh, what the fuck is happening? Your whole country's on fire. And there were more and more calls to release Mandela. Uh, Botha continued his whole thing like, I'd be happy to, bro. I'd be happy to. They stop being violent, bro. Mm. Um, I'm sure you would be happy. Too bad. This led to um, huge sanctions against South Africa. Nobody would do business with them. They were no longer able to export. They couldn't import. Um, they couldn't even get uh, loans. The, the economy's government. just tanking. That's how you do it. Yeah. So Gandhi style, don't buy rice. <laughs> yeah. Mandela style, burn, burn the rice down. store down. <laughs> <laughs> over and over. Yeah, every rice store. Let them build it, and we'll burn it down again. Um, they couldn't even get loans. Like, the government couldn't get loans. They had to only get loans at ridiculous rates from the Swiss banks, the people who don't have morals. So right. they couldn't get, like, everything just fucking fell apart. If you turn your country into chaos as a gamble, <laughs> sometimes it works. Um, and there was a lot of talk that if Nelson Mandela died, the country would erupt into a full civil war. I mean, you think about it, that's how bad it had to have been. I, I, I know it sounds awful to say, like, well, yeah, you, you just blow the shit out of your country. But if it's that bad that's worth sacrificing, probably everything that you hold dear, love, family, friends, yeah. your your house, your country, all that shit, if it's gone to the point where, like, burn it down, something's wrong. I mean, what does freedom cost sometimes? And this government has doubled down on being like, no, we own you. Yeah. So many times you're like, we have to do. We have to do something more drastic. It's one of those scenarios where I feel like it's uh, people could look at this and think like that. What an awful thing to do to your country, but cause I, I can already hear it in my fucking head. But at the same time, <laughs> right. people will go to war over freedom, and they will fucking be proud to go to war over freedom. So what's the difference between its citizens versus the government, uh, as to a government versus the government, right? Like, I think uh, it's not not different. If you're in that position where you're ready to burn everything down, you, you've hit the point where there's you don't there's no other options, and that's well, what. At. Yeah, if you get the point where only threats of violence make them talk, why would you keep talking? That's your only weapon. Use it. Fucking abuse it. I think that's where Nelson's at. Because yeah, like he has been said in retrospect as some sort of violent terrorist. But what what get what other option does he have? Yeah, the government was a real terrorist. Well, and you're going to have people who will say, well, he should have just been happy for what he had. You know what I mean? Like, what do you want him to do? No. Dicks. Yeah. Well, Anyways. 
Well, unfortunately, in 1985, uh, Nelson Mandela did die of a lung infection. What? Um, a noted timologist named uh, Dr. Clockerton. Wait, wait, he was still in prison? This quote is saying, uh, a significant rip in the time-space continuum <laughs> occurred, and the physical world of pop culture transformed, uh, beginning with one Stan Bernstein <laughs> waking up one day, and his name was Bernstein. <laughs> Uh, the following day, Nelson Mandela uh, was alive. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck? This never <laughs> ends. And then I was like, ah. Uh. So, so the Mandela effect, which is funny because there's many different examples given. However, it is named after him because it was such a like worldwide I thing don't... that people thought he had died in the 80s. Yeah, I don't know why. But he didn't. I think that's what I think the Mandela effect, if, if I remember right, started on Reddit with somebody being like, whoa, whoa. Mandela died in 20, I think it was 13, and he was like, I feel really confident he died in the 80s in prison. Yeah. And if several people were like, yeah, I remember that. And then others were like, no, he died recently. And so then they were like, what if it's a time rift, bro? Right. Someone's high, and they're like, dude, have you oh. thought of this? And then that just took off where people were like, oh, I remember check cereal being spelled different or whatever yeah yeah there's fruit fruity loops <laughs> right. is it spelled fruit f-r-u-i-t-y or is it f-r-o-o-t-y it's a serious question i don't remember we're, gonna, we're gonna spend the next two hours pulling it apart i think most people would think it's f-r-o-o because you see the little because it's fruit fruity. loops that, yeah, the circles loops. but i think it might actually be the other one i think it is actually spelled fruit like u-i-t and oscar meyer is actually oscar mayer I didn't and, know that. Yeah, so it's spelled M E Y E R. So it's it's Oscar Mayer, not Oscar Meyer. Well, that's what I like to to quote Doctor Clockerton. Um, it just seems only pop culture was affected, other than the fact that Nelson Mandela died, and then everything else is pop culture references. Right, right. So I don't know. We're we're definitely living in a different timeline, but it's bizarre what is affected. Well, I still love that there is actually a bear stain. Um, book that was misprinted with Bearstein, and everyone's Bears. like, and everyone's like, "Fuck!" It crossed the timeline. Yeah, <laughs> this one came made it through the rip. I'm wondering if it, if everyone feels that it should be Bearstein so much that an editor actually was like, it's clearly it's Bearstein. Well, Bearstein. Yeah, it looks like he's like Bearstein is not a name. He's, he's like, like, that's a typo. Yeah, and he fixed it and fix it, printed off the book, sent it off to print, and now Reddit has gotten a lot, a lot of tread from that. Well, at first, a lot of people call that as fake because they're like, well, someone clearly just went and edited the photo, but then someone took a video of them holding, they're like, ah. So I guess that could still be, uh, you know, faked as well, but, yeah. I mean, you could just go print off a fake book. Yeah, cover. I haven't seen that, but I do think that it wouldn't be that difficult to fake that video. Yeah. Anyways. I don't know. Personally, I don't believe in the Mandela effect, but it's fun to talk about. Maybe it fucking, I don't know. Because I remember talking to my brother about it, and he said, he's like, I feel like 100% certain Nelson Mandela died in the 80s. See, and I never even heard, uh, I think when that hit, I, I don't think I knew anything about Nelson Mandela or thought that, like, I heard also, that he died in the 80s. Or... I didn't. Yeah. I, I was aware that he existed from Africa. I didn't. Yeah. That's pretty much what I knew. That's about where I was at, too, yeah. So I was like... If he had died in prison, I wouldn't know either way. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. It's, it's a funny, weird, strange thing. It's spooky that a lot of people seem convinced by it. I think it's just, I think they're just misremembering. Yeah. How fruitless Collectively. Yeah. That's fine. It happens. Well, he did actually have some some problems with his prostate, as old old men tend to do. Not something I'm looking forward to. But Me either. 
that's what it is. But what is fun is that as opposed to being treated like a prisoner, they treated him like fucking royalty because they're like, oh, if if Nelson dies, we're in a lot of goddamn trouble. <laughs> like, uh, yes, sir. What well, can we bring you today, sir? Yeah. He found it fucking hilarious how he was treated at the hospital because he was treated like royalty and they gave him all kinds <laughs> like, of crazy oh, drugs. Oh, I feel like also my heart's given out. Oh, you know what I could really use right now is... <laughs> A cheeseburger. Yeah. And they're like, oh, God, give him a cheeseburger. All right. <laughs> As if that would even help, but they're still going to do it anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well, he it's what he needs. He knows his health. Like the, That will help his heart. He knows. The amount of power that he held unintentionally being like, I am the face of this movement, which I didn't do on purpose, but I'll do it. I'll accept the responsibility. This is hilarious. Yeah. If I... <laughs> like these people will dance if I tell them to. I need two hookers. Stat! Or I will die. Yeah. Call my bluff? Are you going to call her? He's grabbing his own tubes and like, I'll pull it out. I don't (laughs) give a fuck. I fucking don't care, dude. I've been in prison for 20 years. (laughs) You know how long it's been since I've seen a pair of tits? I will do anything at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, more and more, um, you know, kind of awful gang war shit happen. Um, We know now um, that the prime minister hired people like, members of other tribes to pick fights with the police to pick fights with ANC to make things worse. So he would either tell the police to attack people unprovoked or he would hire members of different tribes to uh, fight the ANC to provoke more violence. This is the prime minister? The prime minister, Botha. P.W. Like, Botha. It seems like he's just digging himself further in a hole. He's not very smart. Yeah, like, we got to stop this thing from happening. Uh, let's just kind of keep push, pushing our thumb down on them and see how they react. I don't know. I really think when you think that other people are subhuman in some way, that you don't care that they die. And I think he's just hoping that they'll at some point break. I don't know. Jeez. He's an idiot. Yeah. Forgetting that, you know, people have like feelings and stuff and they like get upset. Yeah. They do that. And especially when you get back in a corner, they usually end up, uh, the only way through is to run through you, so... Yeah, I don't... Blow more shit up. I don't care. I will murder you. Yeah. You murdered my whole family earlier. Yeah. Well, Nelson just keeps getting more and more famous. Um, ironically, so he's not allowed... There's no pictures allowed of him in prison. So there's a picture of him in, like, 64. And Why? Just... It's one of their rules. I imagine there's no one walking around the camera anyways. That too. But... Yeah. Like, he can't give interviews. Nobody can take yeah. a picture of him. But he becomes this sort of mythical idea... Nobody's seen him or spoken to him in 20 years, but he represents this. Um, maybe that's why people thought he died in there. No I, one's seen you in 27 years. It Fuck, could be like that. he died. He's probably dead. Probably rumors went around that he's probably already dead. Has anyone spoken to him? That could be a thing that they thought that he died and the government's like, no, he's totally alive. He's fine. Don't burn everything down. He's totally alive. And then when he came out, he was like a Paul McCartney type of uh, robot. <laughs> <laughs> Paul McCartney robot. He's the real Mandela died in '85. <laughs> uh, Paul, I'm just saying, Paul started out left-handed, and then all of a sudden, bam, he was right-handed. You explain, How does that happen? You explain that to me. <laughs> or like one day, like he didn't have a mustache, and then he did. <laughs> He's dead. He's fucking dead. Nelson Mandela and Paul McCartney are both dead. Elvis is alive. Who? Elvis. Oh no, yeah, Elvis and Tupac are fine. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. They just live on the the prison island that Nelson is on, <laughs> secretly underground. Right. They and they make furious love to each other. 
Oh. Well, there's nobody else around. Nice. When you're a secret celebrity, who else are you going to sleep with? I, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Hot take. <laughs> Tupac and Elvis are lovers. And they craft. <laughs> They're really into crafting. And they hold hands. And watch old movies. And they make out. In the moonlight. That's sweet. It is, it is very sweet. Yeah. I don't know why you're laughing. It's not a joke. It's very sweet. <laughs> well, a movie came out in uh, 86 called Serafina. Uh, about an African girl who, you know, like a young girl who was obsessed with the image of Nelson and this idea of like, he's not a person so much anymore as he's uh, an idea. He's a symbol. He's symbolic. Yeah. And she worshipped his idea in the movie and the movie won a bunch of awards. Um, so this whole like free Nelson thing got even more traction that by 1988. Um, That's when I was born. You were born in 1988? Yeah. Nelson turned 70. Nice. Yeah. Um, for his birthday, the BBC, uh, which is not the big black cock. Oh, okay. Um, that's usually what it is when I look it up. It's the British, the uh, British Boring Corporation, because <laughs> all of their all of their sitcoms are unbearable to me. I love them. I love the BBC. I think I know that you do. Love the big black cock. I also do. Yeah. But the British Boring Corporation. No, I should have been born in England. I was born in the wrong fucking place. Yeah, you do have a very English sense of it. You know what's fun? Uh, Nelson Mandela was a, uh, he described himself as an Anglophile. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, Which is? He was super into tea time at four. Shit, yeah. Um, he followed British news. He loved British culture. You like crumpets? I don't know what that is. You have to know what cricket is and what that bullshit is. I think it's like the sixth, seventh, let's tenth just, time. Let's just do it every episode. All right. Let's just own it. We love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, okay? The first movie's great, and, and uh, Casey Jones is a fucking cool guy. I'd sleep with him. Yeah. I wish I was April O'Neil. <laughs> All right. You have four turtles who are in love with you, but you don't embrace that because that would be like bestiality and weird, so you, you go with the the other human guy, and he's cool too. April has all the options. Sometimes the rat, though, you're like, he's wise. There's some some attractiveness there. You know, he's always got a good one-liner in him. Cowabunga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I was April O'Neil, man. Let's sleep with everybody. <laughs> all the cool people I like. <laughs> well, the BBC uh, in 1988 uh, held the concert called uh, Freedom at 70. Um, involving a bunch of, you know, uh, uh, musicians who were politically interested in, 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 uh, in Nelson's plight. So it was dedicated to basically in, it was in, it was for Nelson. Yeah. It's called freedom at 70 where they were like, release Mandela, release Mandela. Nice. You can find footage of this on YouTube. If you're interested, it has Henry Belafonte. Uh, he's the singer who sings, um, that bananas song. From from Beetlejuice. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's Harry Bill. Yeah, six foot, seven foot, eight, eight foot, foot munch. munch. I sing that to uh, my wife. Great uh, song. Not that song, but I sing one of his songs all the time. Great song. Jump in the line, rock your body in time. Okay, okay I, I believe you. you. Yeah. So Harry does that for Nelson. Uh, Whitney Houston sings. Um, she sings that Dolly Parton song. I will always love you. And I will always love you. 
One of the greatest songs of all time. I'm sorry that you had to hear me sing it, though. But... It, it is one of the greatest songs of all time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Stevie Wonder was there, too. Oh, nice. Big fan of Stevie. Stevie had the whole crowd chanting. It's really fun. Um, what? So that's what the public did for Nelson. What Nelson did for his 70th birthday was got tuberculosis. <laughs> that's a shitty present. It's just tuberculosis a... appears again in people time. Jesus. It's just, oh, it's just the case. It seems to be a real thing. So it's just like, just shitting a lot and not feeling good. Yeah, and like, according to the movies, coughing up blood into a nice handkerchief. Aww. That's what I see in the movies. Yeah. They get consumption. Yeah. I mean, obviously he lived, but the government again panicked, put him in a very nice hotel, well, hotel, but very nice uh, hospital that was probably more like a hotel than prison. I want, give me some juice. <coughs> oh, give me some juice. Hurry, hurry. <laughs> <coughs> I wish that MASH was on the TV. <coughs> It's a great show. And they put on MASH. <laughs> it's a great show. <laughs> Sorry, I don't remember the exact tune. Is that a French horn? <laughs> you know, that song's about suicide. Yikes. Yeah. I was not aware of that. The lyrics aren't in the, uh, you know, the vocals aren't in the songs on MASH. Mm. But I think they chose that song purposely for that show because it's sad yeah where, where they're at what's going on anyways that's what's great about the show it's sad it's a sad context and then fun and still funny yeah. funny yeah i love hawkeye i'm gonna go watch mash right now and he was in uh that's not true i'm gonna watch tiktok <laughs> <laughs> this is i don't even know what tiktok is i should just really yeah do you watch it yeah i'm on tiktok all the time <laughs> it's awful <laughs> I've seen clips that people have clearly spliced from it and thrown into like YouTube videos, but I don't really understand what's going on. I'm, I'm that guy. That's fine. So, <laughs> um, yeah, more and more. Uh, Winnie actually creates a whole thug game using Nelson's name called the Mandela United Football Club. Um, <laughs> and if you know much. Like you were saying, you're an Anglophile, you know, in England, there are football clubs that are more or less just gangs. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, the that's the one thing that's wrong with with the rest of the world, really. Uh, every, everybody's fucked up, but... I don't like football. Soccer. Soccer? Yeah. Uh, soccer's okay. I'm more of a rugby guy, but, uh, the, you know, those football gangs, they can often be, like, just straight-up gangs. I did not know that. They're just gangs. They're, I mean, football is such, like, a thing... Um, in countries where you can make groups of people all agree on, like, our team needs to win, but also let's murder people. Wow. It's and, a weird kind of, like, line drawn between those two things. Yeah. Like, oh, you like football too? Let's go kill some people. Awesome. Let's rob them and murder them. Oh, okay. Man, I hope our team wins or I'm going to murder everybody. I really like uh, number 13 because I don't know any of their names. Yeah. Yeah, but, I like 13 too. Let's kill your parents. Okay. Sweet. And rob them. Well, this similar thread ran through South Africa from their English uh, influence, and this this uh, it's just a gang. It's just Winnie's gang. They call themselves the Mandela United Football Club. What they do is rob, assault, rape, and murder people. So why are they raping people? Because they're not nice. So <clears throat> is Winnie like? It's like they're hitting innocent people. Winnie has transcended from. 
what's that stupid Batman quote? You you uh you you are the hero long oh. enough to see yourself the villain. Right, yeah. You either die as a hero or live long enough to be the to Thank you. turn into the villain or whatever. Win- Winnie has been involved in this shit for so long, faced with so much violence that she's turned to the point where she's like, Violence is the only answer. Just kill and hurt everybody. I think she just I mean, her husband's in prison. She is like a symbol herself. Uh, she just kind of went crazy. Bummer. And there are a lot of accusations about what her and her gang did that are really, really bad. Um, one that she actually gets in trouble for later, that's specifically like the murder of a 14-year-old kid. Yikes. That she either stabbed to death or like was in the room and told a guy to stab him to death. Jesus Christ. So that's like the height of how bad it got. Um, Nelson never wanted to condemn her for this. And that's just another thing that happened. All right. I don't want to get into him not talking shit on his wife. Why not? This is people time. I think I agree with him. That's what I would have done. Oh. I've been like, look, what she's doing is untoward. So it's unsavory. But our goal is to make the country ungovernable. And I think her husband being in prison is tough. And yeah, she's gone a little crazy. I'm not going to condemn it. We need to make the government afraid of us. Let's kill the fourteen-year-olds. Yikes! I'll, I'll, it's, I'll. It's hard. Disagree. I get that the I can't get it right. I get that I don't understand what that must have been like. Um, but I also focus, focus it at, at the right fucking target. Yeah. Don't just spray a machine gun at everybody. Fucking aim it at the one, you know, the the few that you can fucking kill a cop. Yeah. If dude. you want to kill, good, good. Go for your oppressors. Well, that's what they said. This 14-year-old kid was a police informant. And so they said that's why they murdered him. I don't know. Is this kind of like like Hitler's youth kind of shit? Like in the style of like, well, got to get rid of them too? Yeah. Because I think that was kind of the idea. Well, like uh, when we did Hanny Shaft, like her group straight up murdered police informants. So like you're a traitor. Oh, yeah. So. Hmm. Hard hard to find. uh, Hard to find the. It's hard to find. Yeah, what's right morally in a gray area when everything is just kind of up in the air? Everything's already shitty, yeah. Anyways, Sad. I don't know. Wasn't there. Can't uh, Can't make a good judgment call. Yeah, you Africant. Thanks. You Africant do it because we're not from there. Yeah. Well, like two million years ago, but not recently. We're not from well, there. So I have some stake. Not very much. Yeah, like the, two... the least amount. <laughs> the least. <laughs> we are the furthest from Africa of anybody else yeah. on Earth. So yeah, we should. Probably... I get to nod, and nobody has to acknowledge the nod. And you just have to accept that, like, yeah. no, yeah, no, I get it. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah, fuck me. I mean, I think maybe she shouldn't murder that kid, but also, you know, what do I know? Yeah. What do I know? Yeah. I'm really good at eating cereal, and watching sitcoms. I'm so good at that. That's what it is. Well. Uh, the government started to be afraid of their people. About time. The country became ungovernable. Hell yeah. So what did they do? They were like... They started to have secret um, talks with Nelson to negotiate his release. Where they, they, they were like, bro, let's let you out. And he's like, great, I'd love to be out. And they're like, cool, um, tell everybody to not be violent. And he's like, like, no. How about you tell everybody that they're equal? And we're changing things. Exactly. Or they'd be that. like, okay, what if, what if, okay, 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 what if? What if you don't condemn the violence, but you say that our voting system is okay? No. No, I'm not going to do that. And this took years. 
years. <laughs> just them coming up with shitty fucking, more or less just being like, please? He's like, I don't think you understand who has the bargaining chips here. It It's us. Yeah. And I'm not, like, as, as, as awful as the, the truth is, I am perfectly safe in prison. Yeah. So and you don't want me to die. I'm a symbol, right? I just sit here. Yeah. You either do what I say, uh, or, I don't know, the whole country lights on fire? Yeah. You tell me. My world's on fire. How about yours? That's the way I like it. I never get bored. Hey, now, I'm a rock star. I'm in prison. Fuck hey. you. Uh, yeah, I, know. I got a trench mouth. My mouth hurts. <laughs> yep. Oh, man, Critters is gone. I think people are going to really hate that we did that. Yeah. That's like a Rick Roll, but worse. Yeah. Man. I love Rick Rolls, though. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could dance like him. I'm not going to lie. I don't know how like he makes his he body does. like yeah. liquid. Yeah, right. Like that. That weird, like, suit he's wearing. Uptight ginger, and he just turns into liquid. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, Rick Astley. Yeah. Come liquid all over me. Do you think he likes Rick Rolls? I think I would like that if I was Rick. I mean, he probably got some money. Like, like well, people mean, were listening to his songs more. Yeah. I also just would think it'd be funny to see the meme and be like, oh, someone took my clip and they threw <laughs> it in when they thought it was going to be. Something else. That's I good. just hope he's not a dick about it. But like, that's my art. If if he had fun, yeah, with it. yeah. I think the the best Rick Roll I've ever heard of is that somebody went to go uh, garage sell. Yeah, right, you know, yard sales. They went right. around and they bought a box full of just VHSs, and they didn't know what was on some of them, so they were going through and like putting them on. And this was in like 2018 or something like that, right? So they put it That's in. That's prime Rickroll. I think it was it was Rickroll, and he's like, someone had to purposely download it, transfer it to a VHS tape, yeah. and then stuck it without a label, and just hoped someday somebody would. And it's kind of beautiful, right? Because I bet there are other tapes like that that have not been bought that are in the back of a box in a thrift store. Yeah, that someone won't get until twenty forty and be like, "What is this?" <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I've been Rickrolled, but I don't even know. <laughs> This is the best kind, and the spirit of Rick Astley will appear and be like, Rick rolled, <laughs> bitch, and then disappear. <laughs> like, I don't just know what happened to me. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it, uh, I really do, I think that this whole episode, I don't like dick sucking. Um, Nelson is just a pretty, he could have left prison. He's an old man now. He could have said, uh, yep, let me out. Give me like a mansion and like a security team so nobody fucks with me and I'll publicly uh, denounce violence. He could have done that. Right. Do you think that would even work? Do you think that I – th- I would imagine at that point they probably would have continued being violent. Like, Well, he's such a symbol of resistance that it, maybe. it might have. I'm sure he had influence. It just seems like when you're in that state and then even when somebody would come out and be like, maybe we should knock this off. Be like, are we getting what we want? No. Oh, okay. I mean, that's true. Somebody else probably would have just stood up and been like, well, fuck Nelson Mandela then. Yeah. I mean, I guess, and he probably thought that out. I mean, I just find it uh, admirable that he was like, nah, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm staying in prison until you agree that all political prisoners are released. The government gives equal rights for voting and economic opportunities to blacks. Yeah. Uh, Give cetera, us our rights. Fuck yeah. If, if I'm going to represent it, then I'm going to double down and wait. <clears throat> deal um so he was actually moved after this after he kept he keeps getting sick i mean he's like 72 shit 
Oh, sorry, 70s. Uh, and so they move him to, I say, quote unquote, prison because he isn't allowed to leave. But it's it's a it's a it's a mansion. Oh, OK. They actually literally put him in a mansion with like a swimming pool and a hired cook. And there are guards. Or is he just like house arrest kind of like you yes, shouldn't leave the it's property. It's like house arrest. I think there's somebody maybe outside the front yeah. making sure he doesn't run. But they're giving him very swanky digs to make sure that he is properly taken care of. I would assume that the, like it almost seems like that'd be the best thing for them to do is try to make them make him look like he's living a good life. That way, his followers would be like, "That's true too." Shit, man, we're out here doing all this work. What and... are they giving him? Yeah, are they giving him turkey dinners every day? Fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna burn his house down too. Personal cook. Yeah, he did get a personal cook. Shit, yeah, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, it's thought that uh, the prime minister Botha did that to appease people who were telling him to release Mandela. And he mm. was like, "Well, look, I gave him like a house." It didn't work. He got voted out. <clears throat> the new prime minister is a guy named De Klerk. De Klerk. Um, I find this unfortunate because after doing this research, I was always like a casual rugby fan, but I'm like a huge rugby fan now. Oh, and the uh. The scrum back for the South African Springboks. His name is Dirk Lurk, too. So, wow, weird. So, are they are they related at all? Probably, <laughs> which is unfortunate. But is this is this Faf, prime minister Faf also Kirk, an asshole? What's that? Is this prime minister also an asshole? He's better. Okay. He's still an Afrikaner. Uh, I still don't know where his thoughts are about black people, but he's actually ready to play ball. The way Faf de Klerk is. In rugby. Oh! <laughs> God damn it! Fuck! So, international pressure mounted, and in February of 1990, Klerk said, Okay, all right, all political organizations are now legal. You're not illegal, you can meet. All nonviolent political prisoners will be released. Woo! Executions for political prisoners... Are, uh, Revived. We're bringing them back from the dead. We're going to pull them out of the ground and cut their heads off a second time uh, and put it on TV. We're <laughs> going to have Geraldo Rivera uh, talk about it, and then we're going to take the skulls and make them talk and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. But what he actually did was let Mandela out of prison. Is that all he did? So Did the, he do the rest, too? The then? clerk would – yeah. The, oh, okay. the, the clerk uh, actually met with Nan Mandela and was like, look, you're like the symbol of why everything sucks. So what do you want? And he's like, well, for the last 10 or 15 years, I've been talking to Botha about giving us the right to vote and legalizing political dissent and uh, on all that shit. And he was like, fine. He's like, is that all that was? And he Fuck, did. I, if I would have been here, I would have done that sooner. He just did it. Nice. He, uh, February 11th of 1990, 71-year-old Nelson Mandela walked out of prison. Woo! Um, holding hands with Winnie, and they both did their fists up kind of thing. Yeah. Um, people were kind of taken aback because he was not the uh, 30-year-old man he was when he went to prison. He's a frail old 60-year-old man now. Where, what happens when time continues for I get, 40 years? I guess it doesn't stop, I've heard. Yeah. Wait, wait, he went to prison and he didn't just stay the same age? But, like, I haven't seen him, though. So isn't he, like, the same, though? Yeah, so no pictures or anything. Are you sure he didn't get swapped out by somebody else? Are you sure he didn't actually die? And then they're like, is he uh, still alive? No, I'm not certain. I think he's a robot. <laughs> That's right. I think that him and, and McCartney are robots. Right. I love Robot McCartney. I'm a big fan. I just <laughs> think that he's also a robot. Remember that time when everyone thought you died? <laughs> 
did you? <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> Do you remember when you said that um, the love the love that you take is the love that you make? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, I believe so. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's how I would react if I met Paul McCartney, too, Yeah. You know, to be fair. So uh, after he walked out of prison, he gave a pretty cool speech um, where he uh, he said, you know, uh, Prime Minister de Klerk has agreed to, to our conditions, but I'm actually not going to condemn the violence per our agreement. I'm free now. Um, I'm not quoting here. I'm paraphrasing. But he did say he told de Klerk he would uh, denounce violence and then said once he was out, I was like, I'm not condemning violence. That's awesome. We, the people, and the ANC will remain armed until we have all of our rights. Bam! See, that's what you do. That's smart. Yeah, no, no, no. Give us the things first. It's like the whole, yeah. you know, we've got a gun pointing, and you're like, okay, drop the bag. And they're like, no, you drop the gun. And you're like, uh, no, you don't understand here. You drop the bag, and then I'll drop the gun. But you do it first. You have to realize who has the real yeah. angle here. I'll shoot you. I don't care. I'll fucking shoot you. And then I'll take the bag. I'll get both. Yeah. And Nelson gets both. Nice. Um, he goes on world tour to sort of suck up all this good uh, good energy that he's had. Oh, yeah. Asking for money, mostly. Like, yeah. hey, help us with the, uh, the, uh, the the activism here. Yeah. He's treated like a goddamn king. Uh, he gives Does he a, go to the U.S.? Yeah, he actually uh, gives a speech in front of the American Congress, and they give him a three-minute standing ovation. Wow. Uh, but then was immediately lambasted in American public because he went from America to Cuba. Oh. He, he fucking loves Castro. Yeah. Because Castro fought for his own rights, too. But we have an embargo with him. And so. did the same thing. He and Castro were in a car and paraded around together and waved, yeah. and Americans were mad, but... Ah, oh, fuck him. America's problems are not Nelson's problems. Yeah. He, he likes Castro. Yeah. Um, he went to India, who gave him literally millions of dollars. Whoa. To help the ANC. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, was treated like a celebrity. People asked him for autographs. That's cool. He went pretty much everywhere in the world except the Soviet countries. Because um, of communism? Because of communism. Yeah. He didn't want to be like with that again. With it, yeah. Is that Castro considered communist? He actually is communist. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. He just but... avoided like the Iron Curtain. Oh, okay, yeah. Because it hadn't. Well, the Berlin Wall was down, but it still had. Soviet countries were still affected by the whole thing. Well, it was just recently down, right? Yeah, what? I mean it's 1990. Yeah. Um, he had a trip, a tribute concert in London, uh, called a tribute for a free South Africa with Neil Young, Lou Reed, Peter Gabriel. He met with the p- fucking Pope. Wow. He just went everywhere. He did all the things. That's badass. Yeah. Now, as, 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 as inspirational as this is, back home in uh, South Africa, still a dumpster fire. Yeah. Still large sections of the country run by roving gangs. So how do you fix that shit? I don't know. Hmm. Luckily, I'm not, I don't have to answer. Well, that. did all that money go into, uh, you know, basically reconstructing and building up uh, yeah. political shit to get that all worked out? The ANC no longer being illegal... Uh, reestablished themselves in Johannesburg and took all that money and were like, we're a political party now. Fuck yeah. We're running for office. Um, So they do that. Nelson goes around giving speeches, getting people psyched up. Unfortunately, in 1992, 
he and Winnie get divorced. What? Why? It just didn't work. I mean, she had gone without a husband for 30 years, and so she was accustomed to, like... So I think Winnie gets a bad rap. Winnie knew she couldn't remarry because it would uh, distance herself from being married to the symbol. Right, right. As long as she was married to him, she was an effective part of the of the movement. So she never remarried. So, yeah, she slept around. She's yeah. A, she's a lady with needs. Once Nelson got was, out... Guy was in prison for 27 years. Yeah. And once he got out, she was suddenly married to an elderly man, and the chemistry was gone. Yeah. So she kept sleeping around. Yeah. And so uh, he divorced her. It's a sad story. Yeah. Um... But, uh, I mean, he's like, you did kill a 14 year old, so this is okay, I guess. I'm actually not. I actually don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> You're like a murderer. Yeah. I won't say anything publicly, but just. Uh. Let's just call it. Yeah. Let's just call it. Which is sad. Um, Nelson is quoted this time as saying that one thread of all freedom fighters is that their private lives with their family are totally destabilized. Yeah. Um, because he also didn't have a great relationship with his kids. Um, he was in prison most of the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean... I mean, it sucks because it doesn't seem like he should have been, right? But I mean, he didn't see his kids a ton before, but once he got out of prison, his kids said that he was pretty much just, like, sort of aloof, and he was still dedicated to the cause so much. He wasn't really a great dad. Yeah. Because he was so committed to the idea, he just wasn't around to play baseball or whatever. Sure. He... Not stoked about this. He's like, I'm trying to fucking help our whole country, but yeah, fuck me, I guess. Yeah, he actually saw himself as like, well, let me just be the father of South African liberation. I can't be like a regular dad, and I'm, I do, I am sorry. Yeah, we all make sacrifices. This sucks. My life got sacrificed too. Uh, I it sucks that it oh, involved did you, know, you. Did you know that I was in prison for thirty years? Did yeah. you know? I don't know if you know about sacrifice. Oh, I didn't have a dad. But I was know, in prison. You know you can vote now. I'm just saying. I don't know. It's weird, huh? I don't know if that's like my doing or like. Oh no, yeah, it's totally my doing. <laughs> Thank you. No, I feel bad. Cause I'm sure that probably sucked for his kids, but I'm gonna. I might make a little couple comments. Like There's that. a lot of moral gray here. Yeah, it is what it is. Well, Nelson and DeClerc, uh, they start into negotiations about how to stop the violence. How do we get everybody to get on the same board? Doesn't matter. Doesn't work. There's another massacre where 45 people are hacked to death. Whoa. By, uh, by who? It's some gang in a, in, a, in a tribe called, or sorry, a city called Boy de Tong. It's called the Boy de Tong Massacre. Um, I honestly read a bunch of articles about it. I don't even know what started it. So people just went around, like you said, hacking it. It sounds like they're using, like, fucking Mach- cleavers. Machetes. Machete. Whoa. Yeah, the, uh, about 45 people were hacked to death um, by Why? some rival political group in the area. Like, the reason I bring it up is that the country has just devolved into such bottom-line violence. Yeah. Because violence is, like, the only language that anybody feels like they can do anything with. Well, you think that the very first, you know, when he was starting to uh, try to make these changes and was probably even saying, like, yeah, let's go the violent route, we're talking about a whole different generation or two of people that are now new and that's what they're brought up in. So they might not even fully understand of, like, oh, there's reasons for this and stuff. It was just like, right. oh, I just I just fight now. I just woke up in a violent world. Yeah. And so they're not, I don't care what the hell is going on with political. It's all bullshit to me anyways. As far as I've been aware, it's just been, you know, violence this whole time. So I don't even care what Nelson says. I don't care what anyone says. Don't just fucking hack people up. When I want something, I murder somebody. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. And it is sad. And that's like a lot of where the criticism about 
this it well where where Nelson for thirty years being like no yeah be violent make them scared created a cultural change where you have people born in a murderous society being murderers and you're like well what's the what's the human consequence of this decision and I can't answer that can anyone no yeah Uh, there's no God none of this matters I there's not a good answer for anything yeah good call I think that's we're just doing the best we can yeah. We're all just doing our best, man. <laughs> I can't imagine being hacked to death, though, with a fucking machete. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd be like, I'd be like I'll just one strike. I'll sit hey, still for you. Just, I, I promise I'll lay here and die. Just hit me I in promise. the head. Like, one good, I don't know. Oh, man, there's footage of the Boy Batong massacre. Not it, but the aftermath. I don't want There was some that. news crews there. Uh, hey, go ahead and YouTube that if you want to feel awful. You can see several... Uh, young black people uh, bleed to death. I can't see that shit. You go ahead and do it. It's fine. I made the exists. mistake a long time ago of looking up a video that I knew I didn't want to watch. And it was of the Taliban fucking killing people. And since then, I've learned my lesson of being like, I don't know why I did that. I, I understand that it can be, have a good impact on the sense of like getting an understanding of what's going on. And maybe you might need to see that shit. Yeah. But I I can now imagine things pretty well. Being like, oh, a person hacked to death? I don't need to actually see it to realize like oh, what man. that means. Yeah, like, I don't remember which one it was, but when they cut that guy's head off with a dull sword. See, and I didn't see that one. I watched the one where they drowned like five or six oh, of them. Oh, God, in, in the cage. cage? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's too much. Couldn't and do the it ones where they would, like force gay dudes to jump off of a building. I didn't see. I only saw that one and then stopped watching anymore. I've seen a lot of those murder videos. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people die. Yeah, I and I, I don't have a I'm not I don't feel good. Yeah, I didn't feel very good for a long time after that. Well, if you ever you know you hear about in 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 those Islamic societies, um, stoning is a thing. Yeah, I've seen stoning videos, yeah. and it is not it's not what you think. It's worse than what you think. <laughs> I would I would imagine it's that. so bad. Yeah, I've actually seen parts of a stoning which I wasn't meaning to. It just happened to be yeah part of a video I was watching and it showed clips of one and it's so bad. Yeah, not 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 something. Uh, I don't. Humans are awful. Yeah, we are. We are. We are very violent animals. Yeah. Sometimes you have to use violence, and then sometimes it's just bad. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I'm not deep enough to answer what any of this means, but what's hilarious. Okay. In 1993, <laughs> yeah. Nelson Mandela and de Klerk, Prime Minister, were given jointly the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, whoa. Even though... Did they fix anything? Eventually. Okay. But, like, Nelson is the face of the resistance in the country, which are violent. Right. De Klerk is the face of the other side that are violent. And they both got a Nobel Peace They shared a Nobel Peace Prize together. Yep. Because they the Nobel Committee was like... You're working towards peace. Well, they do. They have they have uh, negotiation meetings like constantly about how do we do this? Yeah. How do we fix this? Um, what's not known publicly is that de Klerk was paying the police to make the violence worse. Really? And it is known publicly that Nelson endorsed the violence, but it's the fact that he got a Nobel Peace Prize for it, which is that's hilarious. To it me. is very odd. Well, why why would they keep on having the police incite more violence when you know that's not going to work? It's already been going on for fucking 30, 40 years. I think they both have the same ap- approach, like One of who's scarier, yeah. who can be scarier. And that is a th- an important thing the police need to know. We outnumber you. Yeah. Come, push comes to shove. So each person thinks who's going to break first, and that's the victor, and they get to decide everything. Yeah. So neither wants to back down. Huh. 
it's depressing. Nobel Peace Prize. Hey, I mean, that's fun. Yeah. It's fun to get an award. Oh, that's nah. fun. Well, the best part is that they both gave um, separate acceptance speeches and talked shit on the other. <laughs> so, Nobel Peace Prize for working together. Like, yeah, that piece of shit over there fucking fuck you. So this small-minded asshole that you also gave the the uh, the prize to. Which um, means I realize how fucking worthless <clears throat> this is since you handed it to him as actually well. actually a stupid piece of shit prize. You know he has a little dick he's and he's small an idiot? <laughs> he's a small man. I don't know if you guys knew that. Up here in Sweden, de Klerk has a small dick. <laughs> It's so funny, I was about to say, he's got a small wiener, and then you beat me to it, I'm like, fuck. When I say to clerk, you say small dick, to clerk. Small dick. To clerk. Small dick. All right, thanks for the award or whatever, I don't give a shit. This comes with money too, right? Uh, oh, that's true. Can I get the cash real quick? Yeah. And then I have like a real problem to deal with in South Africa? Yeah. And whatever this silly bullshit is you guys do up here? <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's see. In uh, so in South Africa, prime ministership is five years instead of like what we have in America. That's like the presidency's four years. Oh, okay, I see. So elections come up every five years. Nineteen ninety four, elections come up. Nelson is like, I'm gonna run as the head of the ANC political party and run for president. Well, for real. Yeah, and uh, I can't enumerate all the different fractions. Uh, but the country was, like, closer to the Civil War than it had ever been. There was... Just <clears throat> lots of different parties, lots of different... Well, even even fractions within fractions. Like, right. there were police departments that had split between white and black officers. Fuck. They, like, would open different offices and fight each other in the streets. What the fuck? Or you had... I'm just trying to think of that, like... We're LAPD East! LAPD West! Fuck you! That's literally how bad it got. Well, we got to catch some bad guys after I get done killing you, <laughs> fucker. I don't even... The law is that I kill you and your family. Oh, how do you like you that? you look different. Mm. Instead of uh, solving crimes, they just... They created gang wars amongst themselves. And then you had any scenario you can think of. A tribe fighting another tribe. A tribe fighting the police. Pro-government versus communists versus ANC versus Starbucks versus <laughs> Hillary's emails. Right. right. It's everybody was everybody was just fucked up. And then somewhere there's yeah. And it was literally like Mandela. There were reports that the UN would do that there were just thousands of deaths a month. Jesus. The whole country was garbage. And finally uh Nelson and DeClerc came out together publicly and were like, "Whoa. There's a Control yourself. Relax. Yeah. And Nelson, of course, was like, well, violence is important when it's to make a point, but we can't just do this. We can't just kill everybody. We can't, we can't do this. Well, either way, the election went to, to the ANC. The ANC actually won 63% of the votes. So Mandela's now the prime minister. He's it. Fucking crazy, dude. President Mandela in 1993, which means that... They call it president now, not prime minister? Or does it matter? I guess it's both, but... It's either one. Yeah, it's yeah. Prime Minister technically. But because they won 63% of the votes, they had a good chunk of the parliament that they could make laws for, and they, nice. end, they ended apartheid. Fuck yeah. So desegregation. Desegregation. Oh, I should have said right before this, actually. I, I, I don't know why de Klerk did this right before the election, but he allowed uh, black people to vote. 
Wow. And I think the clerk was so, maybe the violence got to him and he was actually scared where he's like, let's just let democracy be democracy. Otherwise, we'll kill each other. Yeah. We will literally kill each other. Well, what if he wins and, and even without the black vote? Oh, man, they're going to kill me afterwards. Oh, that's not going to be great. So is he the first black president in South Africa in yeah. at least a while? Nelson, ever. Ever. Okay, shit. Yeah, Nelson's the first black black president of, of the country and... The first one to rule over everybody. What year is this? 93. 93, okay. Yeah. Fuck, dude. South Africa got the U.S. beat by having the first black like, president. And they yeah. were in complete turmoil, it sounded like. And I, and I there are a lot of countries that have had uh, female presidents and stuff. Oh, yeah. America is super fucking far. Like, Margaret Thatcher was the prime minister in, in England uh, in, like, the 80s. And yeah. she's, like, a white lady. And we can't even imagine having a woman president. I know. I like it because somebody, like, right after Barack Obama became president, someone put up a picture, and it's just a sea of white faces from all the previous presidents. And on the very bottom it says, c combo breaker. <laughs> and I like, that's pretty cool. That's pretty good. I'll, I'll yeah. take that. I'll take that. Yeah. We need another one. Yeah. Yeah. For real. We really do. Well, uh. I don't know a lot about the clerk, but it does sound like I don't think he's a good man. I think he felt threatened. And he's quoted as saying, the last manifestation of white rule of not only in South Africa, but the whole continent of Africa uh, due to... A whole continent? That was just his assessment that... So South Africa is one of the last countries in Africa to break the the the, the chains of colonial, colonization. Okay. A lot of countries like... I think the only other ones I can talk about, obviously, is like Congo with Patrice Lumumba. They broke that shit in the 70s. Right. And uh, Kenya. Which we have an episode on. Yeah. Wangari Mathai uh, in Kenya. They broke their chains in the 80s, I think. Yeah. So South Africa was one of the last ones to finally have native rule in 1993. It's like way later. Yeah. Than everybody else. Well, that's interesting. I like this because you've done now a few different... Uh... People for people time in Africa, and you're I'm like starting to get an overall, a smaller, but you know, I'm l- learning an overall, like we're getting there. What was going on in Africa in the 1900s? Yeah, that was my whole thing is that I was thinking about like Af- there's a whole lot of history in Africa that's not talked about because of continued public racism. Yeah, it's literally not talked about because of racism. You can look up the history of Italy and it's more accessible than Africa. Yeah, so I, I just want to look into it, be like, no, there's shit that happened there, they just don't tell us about it. Yeah. Yeah. So now, from people time, you're educated, bitch. Yeah, you're getting each continent and slowly over time. Yeah, we're we're going to work our way to Asia at some point, maybe. I don't know. That part's hard. It's hard. I tried a couple of I'm going to have to do. I don't even understand their culture. I got an Edo period, and I got to figure out. What, what does it even mean? You got to, like, divorce a little bit of the mythology. There's dragons? I mean, I kind of want to put it in there, but I also, yeah, I don't. Anyways. Their eyes are different. They have different eyes than me. Kind of, yeah. So they see the world differently? I mean, I think everybody sees the world differently from everybody else. Well, that's a nice, ass- that's a that's a good assessment. You, Yeah. yeah. But I mean Asians. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, oh, not, okay. not, 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 I don't, I don't know what you're implying, so. <laughs> I just, I don't. They're not that different from you, but they have, a, they have different thoughts than you do. It yeah. sounds, it sounds highly racist. This is terrible. <laughs> this is all terrible. <laughs> Well, uh, what? who is now publicly called Papa Madiba, 76-year-old, prime minister of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of, uh, I mean, in his private life, 
he's very, very lonely. Um, sort of aloof from his kids, divorced from Winnie. He's still like a, he's just a symbol. Yeah. And he doesn't. Are things getting better at least? In the... Yeah. I mean, the violence actually reduced quite a bit when nice. he became president. Uh, a lot of people aligned with that. They were like, one of our own is the president now. I mean, might start making some changes. It's easier. Exactly. Especially since the ANC became the political party running the company or Which the country is now. so crazy because it wasn't a, a government entity at all, like a government party. Yeah. Like a Just a bunch of dudes in the 40s who were like, we should change some shit. Yeah. And That's cool. Their whole thing is like is about uh, public well-being. Like, let's get infrastructure jobs, education. Um, let's rebuild all the shit we burned down earlier. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. So the public actually started to believe in the government again. And uh, the killings reduced. Hmm. Pretty nice. That's it good. was still a very violent country in the 90s, but better. Right. Much better. Um, there's a lot of criticism about the ANC's uh, handling of the government, but to their credit, they weren't a political party before like Nelson was elected, so they had a lot of shit to figure out. And it took them until about his second or third year to really figure out how to run a country. Yeah, yeah, you don't know what you're not a political leader. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him credit. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is that uh, Nelson wasn't really, you know. He's been used. He's accustomed to being a mouthpiece. He's not like an executive officer in his works. So when people call him president or prime minister, eh, he's a figurehead. Okay. There's a guy named Thabo uh, Mbeki. Is he who's actually kind of pulling the strings? He's what we would consider vice president. I think his his title is like chief executive. But yeah, he he's a political intellectual. Nelson leaves most serious decisions to him and he's like i go out i give the talks i go to america and i go on tour i shake hands that's what i do you tell the people how to find funding for streets yeah thanks i was in prison for like a long time i feel like i don't have to work that hard for this yeah and him being president is a very important uh part of his story but i can't tell you a lot because again he didn't do a lot executively he he shook a lot of hands uh, he became kind of. It almost uh, seems kind of strange that it's just that important of him being the symbol, though. There, like I'm sure there could have been maybe done more if he was in that kind of a political, uh, well, you know, position where he knew all that kind of shit. But it sounds yeah. like just him being the president was obviously a positive uh, that was, change in the country. Yeah, like him being president is the symbol of South Africa changing. Yeah. Like they let him out of prison, even though the, the prior regimes would not have. So like, okay, we have rights. We know he believes in our rights. He's our leader. It made a lot of people feel very positive about themselves and they stopped killing each other. That's good. Um, and he became sort of a fun symbol of that liberation. And he embraced that silliness by being, he wasn't he didn't take being president like crazy seriously like he did but he didn't in that like so he's just like walking around the office like, hey hey what's up bitch uh well, where were you we were hammered last night what were you yeah uh, boy you motherfucker. oh shit so okay so here's the thing steve and i we were at this strip club <laughs> oh my god dude and steve was like oh i'm married and i'm like bro take it she's taking her top off <laughs> you shut up i don't care you man you can bring that shit here man it's fucking awesome because and then she was like i was in a tribe that i would have killed you before but now look at my tits and i was like that's my that's my doing mm-hmm. uh my tip to you is 
that I saved you from being dead. <laughs> I didn't get laid that night, but Steve did. <laughs> Steve, he didn't talk as much as I. He did. doesn't. I talk too much. I talk. I I was in prison quiet for a really long time. Um. So he takes it seriously, and uh, but not in a fun way. Yeah. Like he likes. Okay. When you're the head of a country mm-hmm. that is internationally known, you can call the presidents of other countries. Right. They just have each other on speed dial or whatever. Even if you don't have to. Hey. There is a joke I found that he would call Queen Elizabeth on the phone and uh, call her Liz. Liz? And I don't know all the royal she, etiquette uh, shit. Uh, mind that? She just let him do it because he's the president of South Africa. What are you going to say? Yeah. And she would be like, hey, Liz. How's it going over there? That sounds cheeky and cute. He's being cheeky. Yeah. He's not trying to be a jerk. Yeah. I think he's stoked that a black man is in charge of the country, and he's like, let's play with these rights, man. We haven't had them before. She's like, hey, what's up, Nelly? Hey, buddy. Uh, Nelson. Ah, what's up, Nelly? What's up? How those corgis of yours doing? <laughs> That's fun. I heard that your uh, your stepdaughter recently died in a really horrific car oh, crash. Oh, no. <laughs> You don't you don't happen to know anything about that, do you? Just click. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Lizzie? <laughs> no, okay. Alright, I'll try it. The other thing he did was he started to wear what you can now find online are called Mandela shirts or Madiba shirts. Is this the one that you most likely would find a picture of him in? I've seen it. Okay. Love them. Yeah. Uh silky looking fun patterns. Lots of color. Lots of color. Yeah. Um, these are actually, what's hilarious is that these are seen as like an African style because he popularized them. They're actually have nothing to do with Africa. The president of Indonesia gave him like 20 shirts when he became president. Really? Yeah. They're an, it's an Indonesian style. What? But he didn't want to wear suits anymore. Cause he's like, I'm like an old guy. Like this I want to comfortable. Wear, and I like colors. So he wore these fun like button ups. So he popper- popularized them and it was, I can't say that word. Pop, yeah. He popular, popularized. Got it. Nailed it. I don't even want to try anymore after what I was saying. You got it. What was I saying? That he popularized those. Uh, and they're not even. Uh, I thought that was kind of like an African kind of print style. Not. Like kind of a culture. It's more. Uh, it's, it's Asian. That's crazy. And uh, I want some, but I feel like it would be some kind of cultural appropriation to wear one, but I might do it anyway. I think it'd be fine. It's Indonesian. Well, also, I think it's, I mean, I, I think it's one thing to steal culture, but it's another thing to adopt it, right? I mean, I'm not walking around being like, black consciousness. I just want a comfortable shirt with bright colors. Get one. I'm, a, I'm going to. Yeah. And then embarrass my wife in public. Hey, look, man, if somebody... Like, Free Mandela! Free Mandela! If anybody of another <clears throat> culture wants to eat macaroni and cheese, that's totally fine. I won't be offended. I'm not bothered by that. Actually, put... If you are from a different culture and you're still put uh, pork in it, pulled pork. Because I know a lot of people do the hot dogs. I don't like the hot dogs. Hot dogs are fine, but put put pulled pork and beans. I'm gonna try that pulled pork in your in in it. Soy sauce. No, I don't know why you're obsessed. With, I don't know why. I know. There. I know you love it. It's so good. It's too salty. It's not. It's just salt. <laughs> just black liquid salt. So delicious. It is good for certain things, but you put it on too many things. All the things. Yeah. That's where it belongs. <laughs> uh, well, President uh, Mandela, lots of good friendships around the world with uh, President Clinton, and he still loves Fidel Castro. He got some uh, some public criticism for being friends with uh, Muammar Gaddafi, 
Who's no. Muammar Gaddafi? He, <clears throat> he's a tyrant leader of Libya. He's not a good guy. Mm. Um, you know, a few years back during the Arab Spring, when like a bunch of Arab countries rise up against their governments. Sure. There is footage you can find online of Gaddafi being violently sodomized by a group of people. For real? Yeah, like right before they kill him, they <clears throat> put their guns and shit in his asshole. Okay. It's a really horrifying... I imagine uh, he's, he dies after that? He dies shortly after they cut his head off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do that. But way back in the 90s, uh, he was friends with Nelson, and Nelson was like, you know, I know the West doesn't like Momar. The West problems are not my problems. Momar doesn't bother me. He doesn't fuck with my country. Mm. He and I trade shit. I take it Momar didn't treat his own country very good, huh? No, he oppressed his people, and the West tried to condemn him, but Nelson was like, that's not my fucking I think problem. Nelson would be, even if it's not necessarily something that, you know, whether it does with the U.S. or not, but just being like, I don't like oppressors. Like, I already fought through that shit. Yeah. Not a quandary that he ever publicly talked about. All right. Anyways. That's what that is. Um, let's see, there's, uh, what do we got here? Um, I don't know. Everything got better, man. Yeah. That's it. Everything just got better. The ANC political party worked very hard on infrastructure projects, education, everything. Um. How's South Africa now these days? Still eh, working? I mean, the blacks have all the same rights, uh, but those, like, segregated neighborhoods haven't gotten better. Yeah. There's still tribal lands that are economically disparaged. It hasn't, it's, they're not, it's not perfect yet. Well, of course. No society is, but, yeah. They're getting there. Um, taking a long fucking time, because, yeah, what are you going to do? But, yeah. one of the funner stories about his presidency was that he was like, what we need to do is legit, and this, I haven't talked about enough, because I'm not a very smart thinker, but. Nelson's an incredible politician. He knows how to twist something to the benefit of his agenda. And he was like, South Africa just recently, like like yesterday, became independent with me as their president. Yeah. How do we legitimize ourselves, legitimize ourselves on an international stage? And South Africa had a rugby team called the South Box, and they lost the World Cup every single time it's ever happened. They're not yeah. a good team. <laughs> okay. And he called in the captain of the South Box and was like, hey, buddy, need you to win the World Cup. Need you to quit sucking. You suck. Need you to not suck. And uh, uh, I, I didn't write it down. There's actually a whole movie about it, if, if you want. It's a great movie. It's called Invictus, where uh, Matt Damon is the captain of the South Box, and uh, Morgan yeah. Freeman is, is Nelson Mandela in this movie. Oh, cool. I love Morgan Freeman. And who doesn't? Lovable man. Yeah. Great voice. I liked him in Robin Hood. I think he did a. He, I think he did a really good uh, Nelson Mandela portrayal. Nice. But the the captain of the South Box really took that to heart, where he was like, I mean, personally, I'm not a racist. Uh, you know, I'm glad the country's where it's at. I have a shit team, but if the president wants me to win, to sort of like gather the country together white black everybody can all be stoked stoked that our that our team won that this is important so he pushed his team to be very 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 good and uh yeah they they won the 1995 world series <laughs> world, world that fucking works he just this guy just do better just do it why you guys oh okay be inspired and go do it but i wasn't before and now i'm just going to and they won well one of their big uh tactics was they trained like an inhuman amount of time because the, one of their chanting things was like 
who's the most in fit team on this field? Yeah. And they were always the most in fit. They outrun and outmuscled everybody. And nice. rugby is a lot about muscle. So yeah. They, they didn't have a stellar strategy. They just outmuscled everybody. <whistles> Hilariously, the South Box are still very, or sorry, the Spring Box are still very good. They won the World Cup last year. Oh, nice. Against uh, New Zealand's uh, All Blacks. Great game. Whole thing is on YouTube if you're into it. Yeah. All right. Come on, it's rugby. Come on. I don't even understand the rugby rules. I just like it when they hit people because it's a little bit better than soccer. So so in rugby, you can hit and punch and shove guys. That's cool. Not a big deal. The only thing you have to know is you can only pass backwards. What? But there's people in front of me. I need, they're farther ahead. I need to get to no, them. No, that's offsides. Just, just throw backwards. You know what? Did you know that there are people who go and um, do like medieval fighting, but like for realsies? They have like giant L- team fights. LARP? No, no, no. I mean, like, LARPing? they'll actually punch each other and shit. Oh, that's fun. That's like hockey. See, no balls, no score points. You know, you just watch people beat each other up I in like, armor. I like it. Yeah. I like, is that a sport, technically, to some I people? I think so. Some sort of extreme sport. I can't remember what, what it's called. It's on YouTube. You can go find it's it. It's called I Kick You in Your Face. Yeah. And I think there's, like, even ones where it's, like, you're not in... It's not medieval at all. It's just, like, two sides that fight. Everybody just goes and fights. And huh. a lot of people go, like, have one-on-ones. And there's like rules, like there's like a whole bunch of refs running around, and they make sure you don't take it too far. Like it's supposed but to be what's all too good far? sport. Like don't put him in the hospital. Don't cut his head off. <laughs> yeah, I cut his neck a little bit. I think like most people just like once they get a good punch in the face, like they call it. They kind of call themselves like I'm good. All right, I'm out. I mean, <clears throat> I, mean I would watch that. I guess I want a little bit more rules. It's like boxing, but I just don't know what's happening with like a hundred people. <laughs> I do like boxing. I would check that out. Yeah, I would check that out. Yeah, I watch rugby first, but. Huh. You know what's unfortunate? Watch cricket. Oh, I already talked about that. What? The scrum back for the yeah, spring yeah. boxes to clerk. Unfortunate. Yeah. Well, one of the other more notable things that he did with his presidency was that he created the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. It is a court, but not with So it's a court of it's a court of a bunch of judges. Okay. And he said everybody who is a victim of or a perpetrator of apartheid Come to the court, be completely honest, so we all get the full context of what happened, so we can all admit the horror that we went through, and you'll be absolved of crime. Wow. For uh, real, Steve? That's a trick. No, it's real. Okay. He let police officers come and sit in front of the court and say, I killed a guy in a protest, and I did that because of apartheid, and Nelson was like, absolved. Wow. And See, he, I thought he'd be like, I wrote that guy's name down. Well, and that's the thing is Later. that everybody was afraid that now that you have a black president, what he's going to do is get retribution. Right. So a lot of white people were afraid. And there was actually a lot of educated white people running the country who left out of fear. So he was like, we still need the functional country. Right. So come talk about it. Let's all admit what we went through together. And then together. Let's rebuild from there. Let's heal. Let's <laughs> heal together. Oh. It's and it worked. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Let's hold hands. Let's hold. Hey, we had a hard, we had a hard several decades. Let's hang out. Yeah. Let's make s'mores. Kiss each other. Then the guy who like hug each him, other for too long. The guy who took him personally to prison shows up. He's like, except you. <laughs> Get except him. you. <laughs> what? No, you said. I know what I said. Put him in prison for 30 years. 
Don't worry, I'll give you some shorts and a thin blanket during the winter time. Oh, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, your wife can write to you, but I'm going to cut the letter up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but everybody else. <laughs> everybody else is good. Everybody else is everybody fine. Else We're is square. Fine. Oh, you killed the whole family? That's great. Hey, 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 we all went through some shit. Let's all hold hands. Let's all go to the same bar. Let's all win the World Cup together. Woo! And that's super worked. Winning the World Cup and letting people talk about their experiences and just like getting over it and just being like, okay, it's like talk therapy. Yeah. The whole country started to get together. It was really super fucking weird. Nice. And nice. And weird. Yeah. Yes. Both. Well, five-year presidential term. Uh, Nelson said, I'm not running again. I'm an old guy. I'm old. He endorsed uh, the guy who's actually been running the country anyway, Thabo Mbeki. And, uh, yeah, Membeki won in a landslide. Bam. Uh, Nelson was like, I'm retired. I'm, reti- I'm retired. Yeah. Um, what he did in his off time the last few years is he created the Nelson Fen- or sorry, the Nelson Mandela Foundation that focused mostly on, like, education but uh, HIV and AIDS issues. Oh, nice. Because during his presidency, I think we talked about this earlier, he wasn't able to bring it up in public because of the conservative thread in their culture that they can't they just don't talk about sex in public he's at, he got aids no he had oh, okay. his foundation worked i thought that's what you were gonna say in a second i was like well Bummer. his son died of aids oh because aids was just everywhere rampant yeah and he felt that as a president he couldn't talk about it because uh he would have gotten too much public backlash for just talking about Why genitals is it so taboo fuck I don't know, man. I mean, I, I think the U.S. is considered to be fairly on the taboo side, like two. Oh, hella. Uh, like as opposed to like European countries, but. But then, I mean, they they're they're a tribal country which has their own different moralities, influenced by n- primarily Methodist Christianity. Right. So they're gonna start from a a, a conservative place and. Ew. Gross. Yeah. Talk about generals. Fucking wieners, dude. Wiener, wieners and clits and and vaginas. It's there. Vaginas and butt everyone holds. has one of these things. It's crazy. It's not that weird. Literally everybody. Yeah. And sometimes they get sick. <laughs> and you have and you have to consult have to with Magic it. Johnson to figure out how it works. Yeah. Or it's, there's no shame in that. Doctors. Someone. Well, Magic knows all the doctors. Yeah. Okay. He's just I, mean, I. He's the first guy I would call. Yeah. Sometimes they get sick. I don't know why, but like just really. Turn the wiener into a, uh, a its own object. It gets sick. Like, a... <laughs> yeah. Help! Shh. Quiet. We're on the bus. Shh. I know you have AIDS. Everyone knows you have AIDS. Shh. I got the AIDS cough. I'm sorry. And Nelson couldn't talk about it. Yeah, that sucks. Um, so in his retirement, he used the Nelson Mandela Foundation to, to work on that kind of stuff. Hey, let's work on a cure. Let's give people homes and, and, and help for people to have AIDS. Yeah. Um, it's good. He still got a lot of criticism for that kind of thing. But like I said, his son died of AIDS. AIDS is no fucking joke in Africa at that time. So yeah, that's what it is. Um, in 2003, some fucking, uh, white clowns tried to assassinate him with a bomb. For real? Yeah, they fucked up. Why clowns? Were they? Do we know where they were from? Oh, I just call them clowns. They're Afrikaners. Oh, really? They were hoping to instigate uh, an Afrikaner revolution by killing Mandela. Cause even he, though he wasn't in power anymore? No, nah, because he's still a symbol, but he's just like an old guy now. Like, leave him alone. Leave him the fuck alone. 
luckily so, they're idiots and they put the bomb in the wrong place. Where they put it? Like I suppose on the where... side of the road, and he went down a different road. <laughs> did they just blow it up, and or yeah. did they just get found? Yeah, it just blew up, and no. the uh, I don't know who you would like the FBI type of arm of their government right. found them, and they were sentenced to thirty-five years. So they're still in prison over there. Ha <laughs> ha, fuckers, fucking retards. Yeah. Um, and in 2004, he said, I'm officially, okay, now I'm actually retired. His quote was that I'm retiring from retirement because he feels like he wasn't actually retired. He was working on a foundation and almost being killed. Right. Like, so in 2004, he's like, I'm actually retired. And his quote is, don't call me. I'll call you. Don't call me. <laughs> I like that. Fuck off. Yeah. Um, of course he didn't retire totally. He's still Mandela. <laughs> of course. He still went to every World Cup. He still gave speeches for politicians he supported. That's just what he does. But mostly, he was like a retired grandpa in his birth village of Kwanu. And he died in December 5th of 2013, 95 years old, of a lung infection. Bummer. But the lung infection doesn't sound like it's fun. 95, though. But that's a good, yeah, as I said, it's a good life uh, as far oh, as... Oh, my God. You know, 30 years of it has been in prison, but... Well, I feel like we've been recording this, e- this uh, episode for 95 years. I think it... No, yeah, it's 90, 95 and a half years. That's a long time <laughs> to live and then die of a lung infection. This is a good episode, though. I've been learning so much. A lot going on in South Africa. Yeah. Um, The last little tidbits I had, I think I already talked about, the Springboks won the World Cup last year. So they're still great. From Mandela's influence. Yeah. Um, the South African government officially admonished Trump, Donald Trump, earlier this year, calling him a misogynist and a disrespectful person. Uh, this was stemmed by a quote from Michael Cohen's book about Trump, where I guess Trump talked shit on Mandela in the 90s. I wouldn't be fucking surprised. In the 2000s, he said that Mandela, he said that South Africa used to be great and that Mandela turned it into shit, um, which is what? like. What? It's a commentary on, like, the land rights. Um, Trump thought he could build some shit out there if he worked with Afrikaners. And when right. Mandela became president, with uh, with the blacks being able to own land, that Trump country... couldn't get the easy contracts anymore. Well, and also Trump called it shit because the black people are in charge and he can't negotiate with them. Oh, God. So the actual, what's great is obviously that happened, but the South African government officially admonished Trump, like, you're a fucking asshole. Nice. I love that. Um, when I go to hell and Trump's down there, he's just going to be sucking my dick all day long. That's all I'm going to let him do. Nobody's going to let him do anything else. I'm going to be forcing him to suck well, my dick. he'll be sucking your dick, and I'm going to be fucking his ass. Perfect. But I'm punching him in the side of the head at the same time. Just donkey, shut the fuck donkey up. Donkey punch champion. <laughs> um, I physically cannot list the awards, uh, medals, statues that he has. Suffice it to say, there's like a shitload. Yeah, that's good. You can just look it up, even just like on Wikipedia. He's got like the Good Guy Award, the Hero Award, <laughs> the Sweden uh, Nice Job Award, and then the, uh, the Thumbs Up Award. Thumbs Up Award from, from Japan. And then Australia was also like the Pat on the Back Award. Yeah. He's got them all. Nobel Prize and all on top of all that. Yeah. The Mexican government was like, you're a cool guy award, and he got them all. Sweet. And there's a bunch of statues. Um, the new United Nations created Mandela Day, which is his birthday, July 18th, uh, which they used to push their other thing, which they call the Mandela Rules, which is calling for better treatment of prisoners. Nice. So look into that if you feel like it, or you know, just go outside on July 18th and be like, ah, free Mandela! 
This Ju- July, which one? July 18. Oh, nice. That's a little bit after my birthday, so I'll be able to. Oh, I think I'll be able to remember that easier. Who Who even knows? What Selfishly, we'll just put that together for my. Like, oh, what about me though? Oh, it's what my birthday. Can I do with it? Oh, soon I gotta go do the free Mandela. Free Mandela. Yeah. Free Tibet. Yeah. Um, go watch Invictus if you want. Uh, that's the uh, uh, Morgan Freeman movie, and there's also another movie called Long Walk to Freedom, where Idris Elba is uh, Mandela. It's like a movie version of of Mandela's uh, memoir. Both great. Cool. I'm gonna check them out. Invictus is really great if you're into rugby. Um, I mean, I might not watch that one, but I'll watch the other one. I don't know if if you like Matt Damon. It's a, it's a that movie's actually kind of hard to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's actually it's a great. It's not like you're trying to change my mind. It's like, a you great know what? You movie. You might be right. <laughs> but okay, I don't know. The South African accent is hard to do. Yeah. And Matt Damon is a fine actor. He's just not good at accents. Like, sure. His accent switches between clearly Australian and Russian, and he's just sort of mashing them together, hoping <laughs> that he gets a pass. Just sort of sex them together, and what comes out? It's sort of embarrassing. Yeah. But it's a great movie if you like sports movies, and Morgan Freeman. I love Morgan Freeman. Yeah. I think the last eight eight hours that we spent talking about Nelson Mandela, the only takeaway is go watch rugby. <laughs> People time. I guess. I mean, if that's what you feel like, it. hey. Um, go on to or go to uh, peopletimepodcast at gmail.com and tell us about how much you love rugby or how, how attractive your grandparents are or whether or not they listen to the show. And if not, I don't know, go buy a, a a rugby jersey and walk around with it and tell people you like rugby. Even if you don't know the rules, it doesn't matter. When they ask why, I'd be like, well, I like Nelson Mandela. And they'll say why. And be like, well, was, I learned about it from this podcast. People time. <coughs> <coughs> Why'd you cough into that? <coughs> I love you. Hey, thanks again for listening to one of our podcasts. Be sure to catch our next one that's coming out. Thank you. People time. People time. Hey, click on the next one and subscribe, bitch.